Hey, hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sharon and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super excited about today's episode. We got two guests on today, so I'm outnumbered. <laughs> I've got Dan Abrahamson and Bridget Zoller. We have so much fun. We've become close friends in a short amount of time, and I think you're going to hear some of that on this episode. Um, we'll get into that here in a few minutes. Beforehand, I, I do want to talk to you about my title sponsor in Smart Choice. If you're an independent agent who's struggling to get those contracts and appointments with carriers, or even struggling to balance multiple care relations because of high production and volume requirements, Smart Choice is the way to go for you. Because they're not going to charge you any fees to join, nor will they charge you monthly fees. They truly are a network built to help you to be a better agent. They operate on a commission split, and that's only on business you write through the carriers you access through Smart Choice. They're not going to take any of your other business. And they differentiate themselves because they want to negotiate higher commissions and lower production requirements. So awesome. They got around 9,000 agencies worldwide or nationwide, I should say. And uh, it's no wonder they're the fastest growing agency network in the country. SmartChoiceAgents.com. Go check it out. Also want to talk to you about my friends over at CoverDesk. CoverDesk does a fantastic job with their agents. They are ran by my buddy, Andy. At uh, Andy Priestman, he's uh, been around this game for a long time. And he's done such a good job with this because he's trained them in our industry. They know our business. So they can save you time, help you focus on your clients, and grow your business. Go to CoverDesk.com. Check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be so glad that you did. If you have any other questions about CoverDesk, email hello at CoverDesk.com. They're the best when it comes to virtual assistance for our insurance industry. Uh, Call them 512-879-3349 or go to CoverDesk.com. Now, back to today's episode. Today, I am joined by two of the best uh, in this space. They have grown so rapidly. They are with Cover Whale. Can't wait for you to hear this conversation. They're going to talk about what smart trucking options look like. We're going to get into uh, risk management, loss control solutions, uh, all around the trucking industry. I think you're going to really enjoy this conversation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Dan and Bridget. Dan Paul Abramson. Abrahamson, Bridget and Zoller, get in this house right now. We're here. How are y'all doing? William. <laughs> Good. How are Dude, you? We've become besties. We know each other's middle names. So I had to throw that out there. Old school Southern style. For those listening, we got East Coast, West Coast, and you know, Middle America all right here on one podcast. And you guys listening, wherever you're at, you're represented today. How are y'all doing? We'll start with whoever wants to go first. How are y'all? I'm doing great. Um, so we got Dan here and, and Bridget from Coverwell. Doing great today, and it's a pleasure to be here. We're very excited. Yes. I don't think you're as excited as I am. Uh, but then again, not too many people get as excited as I do. But don't do as many podcasts. <laughs> yeah, so this is going to be fun. So I'm going to have to have a talking stick or something, because if we're all three going to talk over each other. It's not going to be too fun. But... No, we'll make it fun. So why don't we do this? For those who listen to the show often, um, 
We're going to go down memory lane, but we're going to start ladies first down here with Bridget Ann. It does sound so Southern. I like it. Bridget Bridget Ann Zoller. Uh, Let's get after it. Uh, Tell me about you, your past, and your entrance into the insurance industry. Absolutely. I am like many uh, here by default. Um, I was actually a recruiter and a friend of mine said, you know, come over here. We need some help with billing. I jumped right in and I've worn, you know, many hats at Coverwell. I currently uh, am the the vice president of sales and thoroughly enjoying this momentum that we are in right now. We are growing every single day and we're excited to uh, you know, be a part of this insure tech world where we are becoming the darling of commercial trucking. And I have always thought of insurance of, you know, like the black suit, there's the photo, there's the profile, stuffy, pale, male. And it's not. It's um, it's a very exciting industry right now, especially in the insure tech space. And a lot of people are trying to make that move over into this sector. So I think it's the best time to be here and I'm excited. And, you know, obviously working for someone like Dan, who's uh, our fearless leader, it's it's a sexy industry. (laughs) Although if you asked our president, he would not agree, but our appetite is very sexy as well. So it's a great time. I love it. Well, you forgot one, pale, male and stale was the other one that you left out, but you're new to insurance. So I'll let you go on that one. But yeah, that is the, the moniker we get a lot is pale, male, and stale. And so I'm glad to see y'all bringing sexy back to insurance. So that's pretty awesome. Dan, uh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Tell me about your entrance in the industry, where you go you know, back to and bring us forward. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, and I'm, I'm really glad that Bridget's bringing sexy back and into commercial trucking. <laughs> uh, so my background is uh, maybe a little, little pale, but uh, I've been in the insurance industry for about 15 years now, working for a number of carriers, mostly on the technology side of things, uh, underwriting operations. So leveraging a lot of that background and, and what we've seen in the industry and the transformation and everything just learning from the carrier side into what we've launched about two years ago with Coverwell. So that was a quick trip. So you have spent most of your time on the technology side, maybe the underwriting side, and as you know, the audience doesn't know, but you haven't spent a whole lot of time on the sales side, correct? No. So we're, we're looking at this as from almost a carrier perspective and, and building the, the, the kind of pieces of the engine as we go. So kind of at the heart of everything that we do, we're very underwriting focused. So that's evidenced in, in the platform that we've built, uh, the products that we have, the underwriting capability and guidelines in place today. And we're, we're piecing together through word of mouth and working with Bridget's team, kind of the sales aspect and building out a network of agents that that access us and, and our products um, and really starting to, to market in a way we really haven't marketed a lot today. And a lot of that's changing now as we bring out more and more products and capability. Okay. So tell me, tell me this, tell the audience, tell me, I already know some of this because we're best friends. We've already got friendship bracelets and everything guys, but <laughs> I do want y'all to talk about why trucking, why cover whale? How did you come up? Either one of you, uh, talk to me about the trucking and how you came to that and, and what happened there. Yeah, I'll, I'll give kind of my sense and hand it over to, to Bridget as uh, for maybe the other side of the house with with agents that we're onboarding every day and hearing from them. So trucking uh, is no it's no secret. It's it's hard. Um, it's hard for agents. It's hard for truckers. It's it's even hard for probably the one that not everybody wants to think about it, but it's hard for insurance companies. Um, it's hard for insurance companies, right, in the sense that they're losing money. And a lot of people don't want to... Uh, feel too sorry for them, but it's really a bad thing for the market, right? If, if they're losing money, uh, rates go up as as they have been. Um, so like we said, we launched 
cover well for a number of reasons, but it's really to try to tackle some of the issues in commercial trucking. Um, it's not to reinvent insurance, um, but it's trying to bring some efficiencies, loss control, coaching, are really delivering a smarter insurance product to the market uh, that we do honestly believe every day we get up and we come in uh, that we're helping people all across the segment kind of achieve uh, a balance of safety to help improve some of the results that the insurance companies incur, improve the lives of drivers, everybody out on the road. There's some aspirational things about what we're doing, uh, but at the end of the day, safer driving can help our, our insureds uh, in the sense that they're going to be paying less for, for truck insurance. Um, rates have gone up every day. They're probably up about 200%, 100-200% since we started this, uh, depending on the market. So it, it's a real impact to, to drivers and insurers. Yeah, I was going to, you know, comment on some of that for a minute before Bridget gets in. Um, so obviously, as you mentioned earlier, and it's it's no secret, as I'm taking notes here, what you're talking about, but, you know, it really is, it's no secret that trucking is low margin business. And, you know, that's why I guess it's no wonder that uh, truckers have had historically a tough time making those premiums or, even dealing with those increases in hikes in, in coverages uh, or hikes in premiums, I should say. Um, is that another reason, like you mentioned a minute ago, is that one of the main forces that drove you into getting to that is because of that heart for truckers or you saw an avenue there and a need for an insurance product in that space or is it a combination of the two? I think it's a bit of a combination, right? From from my prior roles on the, the insurance company carrier side, uh, just starting to realize with talking to more of the industry that it takes in some cases days to get a quote for this line of business. So to us, that was a bit eye-opening that, that clearly it could benefit from some technology play and meaning the way that we kind of at least take in the application. Can we bring some efficiency to that so that there's, you know, how close can we get to instant quotes? And we can talk about that because we're here now. Um, but a lot of times we, we work with some partners that say it takes them five, 10, 15 days, and sometimes even more with these horror stories to even get a declination out of a market. So that's that's one of the angles that we saw as a first opportunity is just even getting responses um, for some of these submissions just due to the market. Um, timing and the volume uh, increase in transportation business is, is definitely a challenge that we, we set out to solve. Bridget, you got anything you want to add to that? I would love to. Um, I mean, just piggybacking off what he said, the market hardened a few years ago, and uh, we're really filling that gap in the market. And, you know, it's, it's no surprise that, you know, the premiums are high considering the risk. I mean, these are large units, commodities, it's, it's a tricky business. Um, but where CoverWhale is really uh, competitive is, is our instant quoting platform. I mean, Dan built our platform from scratch and poured hundreds of thousands of variables into that so that when an agent signs up, they digitally fill out an application. And if it fits our carrier's guidelines, they get an instant quote. And our agents, our brokers are mind blown by that because we're giving time back to these agents. We're not trying to cut out the agents we're essentially making their lives easier so that they can find more business, have more meaningful conversations with their drivers or with those drivers. Uh, hopefully their retention rates will then go up because all their conversations are less transactional. They're spending less time doing the back and forth with their, like they would be doing with the direct um, access to a carrier. So it's, it's from a time from perspective, CoverWhale is leading with speed and technology. And just giving time back to these agents is exactly what the market needs right now, because it's hard to find experienced drivers and no insurance agents or no 
carrier wants to provide coverage for a driver that has zero experience. And there are companies out there that are paying, I think I heard one company said they're paying $14,000 a week for drivers that have experience. So not only are there going to be, you know, more drivers coming to the industry, but agents are making that jump into this sector because they see that it's, it's a lucrative industry. Yeah, you bring up a good point. I've noticed in the trucking industry, there's a huge significant uh, shortage, I should say, in experienced drivers within our in the trucking industry. Is you know what what do you think causes that? Uh, from a, a an insurance agent listening to this, or a carrier rep listening to this, that may not understand why do you think that is? Why is that uh, a, a epidemic, so to speak? Uh, that we're dealing with in the trucking industry, there's such a lack of experienced driver. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the high level stab at it, right? So, not so much from the agent perspective, but I think some of the either economic forces at play, of course, COVID, right? The pandemic has played into a lot of this. I, a lot of the, the thought process is that uh, demand is up for goods and final mile delivery, but that just means more shipments into the ports. Uh, we've seen historical highs of, of freight rates coming in, you know, even starting on the ocean, right? And that just kind of trickles down to demand for transportation across the country. So I think a lot of trucking companies are, are seeing that demand and they need they need drivers. And, and in a good way for those in the industry, there's there's not enough drivers. So there's a lot of good opportunity right now happening in the transportation and specifically trucking sector. Yeah, definitely from a demand perspective. I mean, think about, you know, retail apocalypse and we just need more drivers across the world. <laughs> But do you think that could lead to a little bit of a danger in the trucking industry that there might be inexperienced drivers that they're just forcing into the CDL and maybe not putting them through the, the certain trainings or the, the rigorous uh, safety protocols or anything like that? Could that be a danger or is that something y'all are accounting for? Yeah, I mean, I mean sorry, go ahead, Dan. No, no, no. So well, I'll take, all right, fine. I'll give my, my, my start of it. So, I mean, I, I think it sure could, and it depends on maybe the life cycle of where we're at. So a lot of these larger fleets, um, taking in a new driver right out of truck driving school. I mean, that's actually not a market that we are today, right? We're looking for about three plus years in experience behind, you know, the wheel of the truck that they're operating. So we don't doubt that the, it could bring challenges, right? For some of these larger mega fleets and they have their own training programs and things like that. So they'll hopefully keep their drivers safe uh, for what we do, right? We have some of our own loss control and coaching programs that we can talk through as well. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say that, I mean, there's bad actors in every industry, but in commercial trucking, it's definitely heading in the direction to where every single driver needs a dash cam. And with our programs, um, we have a fantastic, we have several loss prevention programs that is there. It's basically coaching these drivers up. It's not coaching them out. We're not pointing at the fingers saying you're a bad driver. If anything, it's really taking into context. Maybe that truck shouldn't have been on that road in the first place. And, you know, from an educational standpoint, a lot of, you know, a lot of drivers might feel like, well, I don't want to have a camera. I don't want to be deemed if I take a hard turn or if I'm speeding. But ultimately, that's exactly from an underwriting perspective, what we need as a startup in order to be, you know, the most profitable company we can. And what we're learning in these conversations with dash cams is that if anything, it's going to protect these guys. You know, we've seen many videos before where an accident happens right in front of them and that truck never even touched the vehicle, but they're being blamed for it. So I think, you know, using these loss prevention programs, you know, as we're, you know, trying to determine what risks we want to see 
it's, that's the game changer here, especially at this time. It's such a pivotal time in the industry where new drivers are going to be coming in. And then, you know, how are we going to monitor that? And I think everybody would agree that eventually at some point, every single driver is going to have a dash cam regardless. Yeah. I love that you bring up that, you know, that's a good sales point for my salesmen out there listening or the underwriters out there listening for that matter of uh, it's a protection for them to have those driver cams. Uh, Same thing for, you know, me as a driver, if I were to have that cam or an Uber driver or whoever it might be, I really think that's a solid point. Bridget and you're killing it. I really think (laughs) that that was really, really a good point to say, you know, it's a protection for them as well. And I think that yeah, it's a good way of turning a negative point sometimes into a positive there. Thank you for that. Yeah, they've got a target on their back, right? So we're helping them, right? They've got that that big limit policy and people know, right? Lawyers know that they're, that they're a target of, of litigation and maybe when they're not even at fault, it happens every day. And we see these videos almost every day, like, like Bridget's mentioning where, right? It's exonerating a driver uh, that's covered by us. Ooh, big words here at Insurance Town. That's the one they use, exonerate. <laughs> Do you know how to spell it? Do you know how to spell it? No, no, no. Don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So you mentioned earlier, uh, you smart truck insurance options. I think it's on your website too. Uh, talk to me a little bit. Is that, I guess, while we're on loss control, let's continue down that path a little bit. What are some other loss control things that you're doing uh, that might set you apart from somebody else or that just got you excited about getting in this space? Uh, start with Dan for a minute. Yeah, so there's a number of levers that that we can pull when we want to tackle, right? What's what's the insured most interested in, right? They, of course, being compliant, right? Meeting state guidelines, federal guidelines. Uh, one of the next things they're probably going to be most interested in is, is their insurance cost, right? It's been increasing every year. So what are some ways to tackle insurance costs, right? To the insurance company, they're going to say it's simple. Let's stop paying these massive losses, right? And there's some industry or issues with that, right? Nuclear verdicts, it's a favorite topic for a lot of people to talk to, right? And, you know, trucking companies and insurance companies are paying out historical highs right now. So what we're trying to do is give our insureds and also the insurance companies that we represent, right? Some of the tools to help fight back against some of that increased litigation. Uh, that's that's where we dive into some of the different aspects of the program, right? Like the dash camera, right? Having a recording, right? Of course, of, of the accident can in many times uh, studies have shown uh, it's not the trucker that's at fault. It's another way, right? We're really trying to say, we have your back, right? You're a professional driver. We know it, but sometimes we might have to prove that to a court or even a jury um, in these, you know, hopefully very seldom situations, but but it happens. Uh, so coaching, right? So it's not just, right, looking at drivers and saying you're a bad driver. Um, it's realizing that there's a number of different types of drivers and profiles out there and that we can do a little bit to, to help increase some of that focus on safety, right? I just make sure people are aware of some of the, the decisions they make behind the wheel uh, can impact their right their potential safety to themselves and those on the road. Uh, but that also we're calling out that it, it can there's a direct relation to insurance costs. Right, safer driving means that you should be paying less for insurance. And over time, we'll have more and more products that actively start to reflect that in the pricing. So if you're a safe driver with Coverwell, uh, we believe that you have the best shot on renewal. Uh, to be eligible for some of these new programs and potentially a rate that you're not going to find in the market. So a, a better price that you're not going to be able to access uh, unless if you're willing to participate in the safe driving and coaching program. Uh, let, so me, yeah. let me stop you for a second on the coaching because that's fascinating to me. Is that a thing that you're having third-party coaches come in or is that something that's CoverWell's offering that and how is that working? So 
it's a bit of a mix, right? So right now we have right human to human coaching. So it's not, you know, just a machine. It's not just a text message. Uh, so we have partners on that front that do this, right? They're, you know, it's a third party uh, company that we work with. Um, they're professionals, right? They do this for their, for their living, right? Largely, or mostly I should say for large fleets, right? So it's a bit unique that we're taking some of these loss control measures, uh, the coaching and the cameras that you might see required in a large, like a large fleet. Uh, and we're bringing that down to make these, these services available to owner operators. Uh, so even if you have one truck, you can still qualify and get the same type of loss control that a large fleet would have access to. Um, there's probably another part there, Heath. You want to prep me again? <laughs> oh, I mean, we a step further than that too. I mean, we don't, we're not just partnered with an ELD vendor. We're partnered with Orion. I want to be transparent because they've been great for us. But we're also partnered uh, with Gauge My Fleet, which is advanced analytics. And basically what that does, it's not just taking those analytics from the from a driver level, it's from the vehicle level as well. So, um, you know, it's not going to be, you know, replacing what's qualifying drivers now, but as what Dan was saying, it's, you know, giving them a fair score on their driving and then potentially giving them a better rate come renewal. And there's lots of fun programs out there too, like good driving, get more money, get more money for, you know, Christmas. So, all in all, I think where we really have an edge is that, again, we're not just doing it at the driver level. We've, we've got two great partners right now that are helping us, you know, from an underwriting perspective, but also just from the driver's perspective. Yeah. And things that are happening right now, uh, Heath, would cover well, right? Like, so there's that human coaching component, right? There's also a bit of that automated component that, that Coverwell is introducing and rolling out. Uh, so that's going to look like a number of things. It could be right a, a mobile app where they can see their their driver safety scoring, how it relates to other people, and what Bridget was alluding to. There can be some incentives there. So it's not just hey, there's a lot of speeding, and we'd like to see that improve. There's also on the other side of the coin, hey, there's a lot of safe driving happening. Uh, way to go! And we can enter you uh, to be eligible for all sorts of kind of things, prizes, giveaways. We've got a lot of partners too that would be eager or are eager to kind of make some of these offerings to our, our pool of insurance. I like that. Okay. So um, if I'm an agent right now, which I've got, you know, a couple thousand listening, uh, talk to those agents right now of what um, what's attractive to them or, or, or maybe even give them, how about to do this? Since you're not a salesman, let's have fun with this a minute. Um <laughs> What, what, what kind of say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what kind maybe maybe you refer to Bridget on this. Who knows? But <laughs> What uh, what's good advice could you give? Because I, I we talked about this beforehand. I'm gonna go into story time with the mayor for a minute. But when I was a producer, uh, inevitably, and if you're a producer out there, listen, you've had this phone call of that one off to you know two or three here and there uh, that'll call and hey, uh, do y'all sell trucking insurance? Uh, I always go country, but um, you know, do y'all sell country? You know, trucking insurance, and you know, inevitably, every agent, whether they do or they don't, they say yes. Because they don't want to turn that down because it is large premiums or it's an opportunity or everyone thinks that trucking insurance is easy or whatever it might be. But um, number one, is that an agent that you would be attracted to uh, or do you only want experienced trucking agents? And number two, what kind of advice could you give them to maybe sound more educated in selling truck insurance? Uh, that's a lot of questions right there. Take it how you want to. I love you guys. Let's go. <laughs> Those are fantastic questions. And actually, the timing of that is, is really great. Because as I mentioned before, a lot of people are trying to cross over into trucking. I can't say today we want people that are uncomfortable in the commercial trucking space. 
However, I know that we're really moving in a direction, whether we're partnered with a new aggregator or perhaps a larger wholesaler, um, you know, to offer some education, you know, maybe someday soon you'll see, you know, Coverwell University, but um, today we're really looking for experienced agents. Now, next week, it might be a completely different pitch over here because it, it, this is trending right now, obviously. Um, you know, we're going to be working with larger aggregators that um, have not touched this space before. And we obviously want to provide as much assistance as we can as possible to help people get in. Um, we certainly aren't turning away every single agent that's uncomfortable right now. We're helping them. We're guiding them. Um, but ideally, we're, we're looking for the more experienced agents at this time. Man, I love that guitar riff. Uh, but you know what that means? We're at a mid-roll ad. I got to talk to you about my friends over at Canopy Connect. They are your one-click solution to getting the deck pages. You need to quote your prospect. You know, lately, I've been doing some demos with them and introducing them to some of you my citizens out there. And each time that happens, you guys sign up and you call me weeks later, like, oh my gosh, you were not lying. This is unbelievable. Uh, it actually works. I send this to my customers within seconds. I get the deck pages. They think it's great. I think it's great. And now you can create customizable links for your referral partners that you can send them that they use. And again, it sends you those deck pages in seconds. You get your business done. Uh, the customer's happy, the referral partner's happy, you're right in business, improving your agency. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Uh, check it out, usecanopy.com. Tell them the mayor sent you. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> no, not at all. And I, I'd say agents have the unique benefit of getting to talk to Bridget uh, when, when they're being onboarded rather than me. Um, but no, I, I think I, I agree with that, right? Today, we're looking for a bit more of the experienced agent. Uh, our platform certainly makes it easy, right? We can we can help people guide through the process, but trucking is pretty nuanced as any agent that's, that's touched it knows. Uh, being able to explain some of the intricacies and coverage, right? That an agent has the, the duty and responsibility to the insured to do. Uh, honestly, there's some things that best come from the agent. Uh, so we do have to make sure that they understand, right? What they're selling and can explain the question, oh, do I need hired non-owned auto or the differences between trailer interchange versus a non-owned trailer, right? So we can help with some of those things, but there, there is a level of depth to the, the trucking and commercial auto products that it does benefit from an experience of having a background in. And like Bridget said, uh, we'll be rolling out some, some training of our own Coverwell University uh, intro to trucking, uh, also pointing people in the right direction for some of the certification programs uh, that are out there that can really bring them up to speed. Uh, on all things commercial auto and transportation. Okay. So uh, now if I am an experienced, you know, trucking agent and there's, you know, I've got a handful of options I can go to for my small fleet trucking. Um, bring me, you know, sell me on, on Coverwell. What, what's a good selling point there? Why I should come to Coverwell instead of the broker I'm using now. For us, again, it's our competitive edge is our speed. You can sign up in the same day, get an instant quote, same day, you're going to get your binders, your policies, and you can do same day endorsements. And it's all self-service too. So you can do all of this with minimal to zero human interaction. That's where Dan has done a fantastic job and, you know, the AR part of the platform and that someone will submit an application. It'll pull the best rate from the carriers that we're partnered with. 
And, you know, people are mind blown with how quickly they're getting these quotes versus having to do the five, seven, if not longer waiting time. And by that time, you know, maybe someone else has already gone to cover well, gotten a quote, collected the down payment and bounce. So again, we're, we're really leading with, with speed at this point. Um, to bind it, right? The, you'll get instructions on what you need to bind it, right? Of course, we need our hard copy motor vehicle records, uh, recently dated, uh, hard copy loss runs, number of other kind of basic standard things that you might expect uh, in order to purchase it. But you'll have that instant price quote in hand for your client um, in just a matter of minutes. All right. Uh, Dan, I'm going to speak your language for just a minute because I feel like that uh, the trucking industry has been one that's been swimming in underutilized data and telematics for years. And you had to have gotten a little excited, a little giddy about that when you came into this to think, I got all this data, I got all this technology, I got all of this stuff here that I can utilize to put that underwriter hat on, that technology hat. Uh, was that something that excited you and something that, uh, why do you feel like that was underutilized across the board in our industry for so many years? Yeah, and I, it's, a, it's a great question. And I think we like to be a little, only just a little bit humble here. Like we know we did not invent telematics, right? We're not inventing and manufacturing dash cams, right? But for an industry like insurance, right, it really does benefit from tying together best practices in a, in a number of spaces, right? So again, we're not inventing insurance or how to price commercial auto, right? But we're really giving our underwriting team all the tools that they need uh, to price this correctly, really get a good fit on price and exposure to the, the appetite that our markets have, and also deliver that quote to, to clients that really matches their right, their exposure. Um, so bringing these things together, we do believe is the recipe for success, right? So it's that loss control, it's the data, right? Making that available to actuaries and underwriters and our insurance industry partners, right? Closing the loop on a lot of these things that have, you know, at times been disjointed, where there's a team that looks at data sometimes, but the underwriting and actuarial team don't really have full-time or real-time access to it. Uh, we're trying to bring it all together into a, right, a best-in-class solution that ties in all these different elements that are important to the insurance underwriting actuarial process. Okay. Uh, Bridge, anything? You good? You letting Dan okay. handle that one? I just okay. hearing Dan talk. There you go. Uh, so uh, again, going back to that uh, underutilized data and, uh, you know, the telematics portion of it, you know, we've had some telematics in personal autos. Now we've got a commercial and some of that data that's there. I, I just, I'm interested to know from your perspective, because I'm not as smart as you, uh, why, you know, why we think it's taken so long for someone, uh, whether it's you or somebody else out there to do this, what you're doing now. Do you, do you have any ideas on that? I think it's, it's almost a rule of thumb that a lot of the innovation that we see in, in any industry or even insurance, it, it probably happens first and foremost on the personal line side of things. I think we see a lot of like new and interesting products out there, be it for you know your homeowners, right? Some, some of these smart technology sensors to report when your basement's flooding. A lot of that starts on, on the personal side. Um, I think the same thing's true here. Um, that, that you do see a lot of innovation happening. And there's a number of startups that we uh, kind of respect and, and are watching and intrigued by. Uh, just how they're approaching some of this from that personal line side of things. Um, I, I think to draw the, the contrast to it, it's just about a matter of time before we realize that it's there's a lot higher stakes on the commercial side of things uh, versus a, a smaller personal passenger vehicle versus you know a class eight extra heavy truck on the highway. Um, with that, I think what we can also draw some comparisons by, right? Like you're, you're whoever you have, uh, Heath, as your personal auto insurer, right? Maybe they have one of these programs where, you know, safe driving, you, you plug the, 
the dot on the windshield, it connects to your phone, it measures your safe driving, and you're gonna save some money, right? Maybe you save you know, 100 bucks a year, right? Or 200 bucks a year. Uh, that's great, that's money that goes right to your pocket, but you could compare that cost of, of your personal auto to you know, one of these heavy vehicles that might be paying about $20,000 per year instead of a 1,000 total. Uh, so the savings is, is dramatic, right? I think you get a lot more buy-in when you can go to a trucker like, well, hey, what if I could put $2,000 back in your pocket today? That's money you get to keep. I think that's way more impactful than your you know, personal auto, or maybe you save $100 over the course of the year. Everything that Dan is saying too, I mean, these are the exact reasons why I think people are enamored by our story. We, we've really kind of flown under the radar today, you know, being a startup during COVID that went from, you know, 1 million in premium to 10 million a month overnight. Uh, you know, this is why I think why people are enamored by us because we are more profitable than a lot of other insure techs that are out there that have secured millions in funding. And we're just getting started. We really are. Yeah. Talk about that part of it, Dan, if you don't mind, you know, starting during a pandemic or the two of you, First of all, let's let's do this for a second. Tell me your locations. I know I mentioned earlier we got the whole country, you know, surrounded here. We, we're good here. But where are you, Dan? Where is Bridget? What does the the operations look like? And then you know, good get into. I'm gonna make you talk for a little bit, Dan. Then get into what it was like to start during a pandemic. Whatever funding things you could talk to us about, because there's a bunch of nerds listening that want to know this stuff. Starting during a pandemic, right? I think, yeah, you're right. Uh, the funding that's going on right now in the insure tech industry, um, it's wild in some ways. It's certainly interesting at the very least. Uh, we can definitely talk a little bit about that. Uh, but but for us, right, and no one clearly planned for the pandemic, neither did we, but we just happened to, I think, write our first policy uh, in March at, at when it all started closing up again. So uh, it was clearly an interesting time for us uh, to realize that we we just launched this company and started to market uh, the lines of business with a few select partners uh, while everything was closing and there was you know a virus sweeping the world uh, and no one knew what to expect and, and cer- certainly you know that was important enough but f- no one knew what to expect that would mean for transportation right was was the need for transportation and trucking going to go away overnight as everything kind of locked up and people stayed home. Uh, it, was a, it was a pretty interesting time, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of stress, uh, but we stayed at it and we realized that really it was a net good thing, strangely, um, as you know, sad as it might be. But for, for trucking and transportation, uh, there was a lot of positives that happened uh, during that time. Uh, truckers in, in general stepped up to really help move the goods in this this country and around the world that needed to get places. For the record, his backdrop is real. It's much better. Right. His backdrop. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's the World Trade Center back there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm downtown New York City. Um, <laughs> that's that the is, presentation today. Dude, that is so sick. I, I was looking at that, and I knew it had to have been real. Um, if not, that would have been a, a pretty crappy backdrop uh, as far as, you know. But when you look <laughs> you got at the it. the blinds down for the light. Yeah, 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 but no, it is pretty incredible. And then guys that can't see this, uh, Bridget's like me, we have the, you know, just a wall behind us. But um, so Dan, going back to that, you know, how difficult was that during the pandemic to get the funding needed uh, and what kind of sales do, you're not a salesman. What kind of, how did you get this funding? You had to, you know, gotten lucky in there or, you know, you had to really know what you're talking about. Tell me a little bit about what that was like and uh, walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So cover well up until, uh, recent, right, right. Things are changing, but from inception, we've been self-funded. So that's why, like Bridget said, we don't, we don't look like one of this, you know, the startups out there that we you know, admire so much that we, we really have not had an institutional round of funding. 
Uh, to date, it's been funded entirely internally. Uh, we had two very, very small friends and family investments uh, made into CoverWell, like to date. So it's, it's been interesting. It's definitely a different path. Uh, it's certainly not as flashy of a path, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, to getting the brand out there and making everybody aware of us. But it is very cool and, and humbling, I must say, to look back uh, to, to the resources that we put to use, uh, the marketing that we've had or haven't had, I should say, two years ago, a year ago, versus what we're planning on now with, with Bridget and team. Uh, we were just getting started, as, as Bridget said, uh, putting some funding to use and marketing to use to make sure people really know about us. But the cool thing is, is we've built this from primarily word of mouth up until this point. That's incredible. Uh, and, you know, where I first heard about you is my uh, my title sponsor for my show in Smart Choice. And you mentioned aggregators earlier, which I think is an interesting and bold move from you guys' perspective to partner up with over 9,000 agencies across the country, you know, and smart choice is a big animal when it comes to that. And so, uh, and from jump, all I've heard from the management team over there and the people that I talked to is how wonderful that partnership has been and how fast they've grown with you guys. And so, um, is that, you know, something that, you know, obviously, uh, I guess let's not be humble. Did y'all think that was going to happen? You know, or did you say, oh, I knew that was going to happen that way? Or was that a, a pleasant surprise? I'd say like from, from my standpoint, I think you never know when you're, when you're trying something new. Um, is this going to be a hit and resonate with their, right, the network um, or, or not, right? And I think we're seeing, we've been rolling out in different territories and I'm pleasantly surprised, right? That it's, it's showing strong promise uh, that there's also a market need. Uh, there's agents that that see some of this business and maybe they're only able to, to place it today with progressive because that's who they're appointed with. So we're bringing some options to them that today, if you were to say, hey, I need a fast quote for truck insurance, what are my options? Really, it's it's progressive or cover well. And that's that's something I'm kind of proud to say. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll put our names up there with the big guys any day. Yeah, I was about to say, and I don't want this and I don't think you were doing that at all. You or Bridget or me. I don't want to talk any trash about Progressive. Great company, great carrier. They do obviously yeah. they've been doing it for a long time with with Flo and Jamie and everybody else over there at Progressive. <laughs> so I, I think that's a, a good move on your part to put yourself in that sentence. But again, those Progressive agents out there that love Progressive, we're not talking trash. It's just like he said, another option out yeah. there with the the speed and accuracy in quoting. And uh, maybe a few other things they don't offer. And who knows? Um, so I, I think that's fascinating. And I love that. So I just want to make sure I got that out there so I don't get a bunch of hate mail next week. So uh, <laughs> no, we, we love progressive. Don't. Yeah, we're not. It's not yeah, what we're saying. <laughs> no. And I get that for sure. So, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I want to talk to you for a second about do you have any kind of uh, thoughts about, okay, you mentioned earlier, first of all, is tell me the the size of, of trucking operations you want to work with. You mentioned small. What is that definition? You know, Bridget, what does that look like? Is that one to three, one to five, one to 10? Yeah. What is that? Our, our sweet spot really is one to five trucks, but we have a lot of exciting news coming. Um, we can do seven to 75 trucks, but our sweet spot really is one to five. Uh, we have a preferred program, which is for really, really clean, clean risks. Um, but we can also quote new ventures. So uh, when I say a lot of exciting news is coming soon, hopefully in August, we'll be uh, launching some new products, you know, getting into last mile operations, which is a, a pretty good spot to be in as well. 
um, but also, you know, non-admitted paper, or I'm sorry, admitted paper in all 50 states. So we're, we're daily having these wonderful conversations with new carriers um, that we're excited to share very soon. Yeah. So let me, a couple things on that. Um, okay. So my, my question was, if your sweet spot is one to five, historically, we all know, you know, trucking companies can blow up real fast. Are you concerned at all about, okay, once they outgrow us, we're going to lose those customers? Or is that why the seven to 75 has jumped in? And, you know, what's your, what's your thoughts on that as, as trucking companies historically grow pretty quickly? Yeah, my, my sense is right. We, we service a lot of owner operators today. Um, I think our average fleet size, you know, you might not call it a fleet of one truck, but it's about one, one and a half. So the book is very heavily uh, suited to, to the owner operator or this, the small fleet operator. Um, like Bridget says, we, we can go up for sure. Um, I think what we're seeing is you don't see too many that, that are in the owner-operator space. They're not looking to have a, a fleet of 50 next, next year. Right? That's really not the, the growth pattern that they're, that they're interested in. But I, I think it's safe to say that you know, we have a market for them that you know, should you grow, right? We, we don't prevent growth. I know some markets may. Um, you know, we're not going to want to see you go from two overnight to 50 next year. That, that's going to be a problem for any market. Um, but sensible growth is something that will support um, you know, to any of our insurance. Yeah. Bridge, you good? You good on that? I'm good. All for reasonable okay. growth. I, I like it. I just want to make sure, cause I, I thought about that uh, as we were going. So, uh, I wanted to make sure we were good there and, uh, that I understood that. Um, and so anything else, okay, let me, okay. Anything else y'all want to add to anything? Cause I got a couple more questions and we'll wrap this thing up, but, uh, my mind's racing now. So, um, so, Anything, Bueller? No, I'd say right. Like we've got we've got a lot of interesting things on that that Bridget can kind of share with any agents that are interested. Um, a number of other programs coming out, so you know, insurance products, um, some new safety programs, and maybe programs aimed to help with compliance. Right, again, if you're if you don't have an on-staff safety manager, which most smaller trucking operations do not, uh, we'll be able to help kind of provide some of our insurers some of these benefits uh, to help make sure they're monitoring their safety scores and compliance. So a lot of cool things coming out that we're trying to yeah. I like that because uh, as an agent uh, I, and a lot of the agents that listen to this, um, I I would develop a niche, whatever the niche you're in. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, I think the safety and loss control is a huge you know, um, benefit to come in and say, hey, I could help you in this, whether it's OSHA training or ladder training, or I'm going to come in and help you with lifting, You know, make sure you don't lift too much or whatever that may be. Um, restaurants, you know, there's a lot of training there that you come at it from that safety perspective. So I think it's cool that you're leading with that. Um, and so uh, if you're an agent out there, listen, one thing they didn't say, if you're in sales is you can lead with that, you know, to be able to say, you know, I've got a carrier or you don't even have to mention, you can just say, Hey, here's what I can do for you. I could offer you some coaching. I can offer you this. I can offer you that. Uh, and obviously utilize you guys for that. Uh, is there anything else uh, that you have not mentioned safety-wise that you bring up uh, that could help combat the increasing costs for truckers? Well, I think what you were saying before, too, with a lot of these programs, especially ours, there's a benchmark period where it is free in the beginning. Um, at least that's with one of our programs. And with the dash cams, there is a safety fee involved when you bind. But this, this benchmark period allows for us to determine, okay, so here's how we're going to coach this guy, or we're going to take this safety program in this direction. So, I mean, who doesn't like free? So, you know, from an agent standpoint, you know, first 90 days, you get free safety training. And at that point, you're going to want to sign up because you're going to see your score go up. 
your company is going to be happy that like that freight company is ultimately going to get higher retention rates. Because again, these drivers don't want to be told that they're doing anything wrong. They want to know what they should be doing, what to do right moving forward at the vehicle level, at the driver level. Um, I wanted to switch gears though, Heath. I, I'm like totally flipping the switch here. You know, I'm fine. Like, Just take this over. A surprise, a surprise. Am I, am I getting fired? You're taking over? All right. Fine. You're fine. You. All right, let's go. We feel so comfortable, the three of us, that like, when are we getting our matching tattoos? Number one. Right, right. I'm with you. Okay. But no, I, I really wanted to take the opportunity for anybody that's listening here to, if you are, you know, looking for a new product or you're struggling with some of the quotes that you're getting, uh, we can give you priority access today. So, you know, shoot me an email at Bridget at Coverwell.com. Let's connect and let's see if we can help you with your trucking business. That was it. That was so simple. So sweet. But that's all I just wanted to say before you kick me out of here. Oh, dude, I, I was going to give you that opportunity, but you took over. I, took I it. love it. You, I you took just it. took it. dude. Uh, I, I love it. Take the bull by the horn. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, a lot of Southern references I'm throwing at you. Hopefully you're following all this, but. Uh, you gotta remember, no. I'm, the, I'm the West Coast girl here. That's a real beach behind you. It's <laughs> a window. Yeah, it's a window. There you go. Uh, okay. So tell me, okay. Is it, okay. Tell me all the types. Cause in, I live in Arkansas speaking of the South. We got soybean haulers. We got, you know, uh, gravel. We got, all kinds of different haulers, uh, as well as, you know, logging trucks. And then we've also got just your normal 18 wheelers hauling stuff. We got Amazon drivers, UPS. I mean, we got all kinds of stuff. What all will you guys ensure? Tell me the appetite. You talked about a sexy appetite. Let's bring that sexy back, JT. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, um, you know, long haul, short haul. I mean, ultimately, Dan should answer this question because, like I said before, I'm still the amateur in, in insurance or in commercial trucking. So I am not yeah, no, the diesel fuel yet. And I do not want to make our VP of underwriting unhappy as I answer this question. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, either do I. So I'll, I'll tread carefully here, right? So we've got a wide range of appetite for what I would consider your, your normal trucking operations, right? So we get to some, you mentioned a couple of the fun ones that might be on the edge, right? So for today, auto liability, uh, we are not a market for sand and gravel haulers. Uh, not today anyway. Um, logging is another one that, you know, a big need in the industry, but we're not a market for log. Um, but a lot of your, your dry and refrigerated van freight that you might consider normal, uh, either short, medium or long haul trucking, uh, we're, we're a very good fit for. Did you say anything about uh, any other, like, say, uh, I was taking I notes. We'll haul soybeans all, you know, soybeans all day. Uh, you will. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, you know, we got a lot of that, uh, rice, soybeans, we got all kinds of fun stuff down here. Uh, Uncle Ben's down here. Anyway. Um, so I wanted to, to make sure that we understood as people were talking here or listening to this, you know, they're thinking in their head, well, they will, the, will they do my soybean haulers? Uh, well, you will. Um, so that's exciting. Um, talk to them, you know, Bridget's already taken over on this a little bit, but, um, if there's anything that you want to tell them about you guys, uh, as far as uh, the company, how they can reach you, contact info, what all you need to get them started, that kind of thing. And then uh, Bridget, since Dan didn't follow my instructions very well, I need you to do this beforehand. Tell me about the setup. You're in California. He's in New York. What does that look like? How many people are on staff now? Yeah. You know, okay. all that great, kind of great stuff. Point. Yeah, I need to be I need to be prepped, Heath. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we we have an office in Orange County. 
uh, where Bridget is now. Uh, we have an office in downtown New York City. Uh, and then we, we are supported by a remote team of people across the US and even globally, um, all across the world. Uh, so we're very kind of proud of that. Again, we, we launched during COVID. So there wasn't really uh, this focus to be in one place or one main office. Uh, so we're tapping a talented pool of people from literally across the world. Mm -hmm. uh, the team today is about 70 strong, which surprises a lot of people. Um, we've got uh, about last year, it was probably about five. Uh, so we've really ramped up in terms of staff staffing, uh, trying to attract top talent uh, in a number of different, just about every segment or area that we touch from customer service to billing to underwriting, actuarial, uh, the tech side of things, loss control, uh, the list kind of goes on and on, but we've, we've been growing like crazy the past year. I really putting together, uh, you know, the best team we can from people sourced all across the world. Yeah. I mean, we've really brought in some high caliber talent. When I joined, I walked into a shoebox, no windows, three people shoved in this room. I have not met Dan in person. I mean, that's about to change in a couple of weeks. I'll get to sit <laughs> that in that changing. desk that you're in right now. But, um, you know, our average tenure is 90 days. So we are a startup in every sense of the word. With that, obviously, comes growing pains, and then you know, overcoming those pain points during a pandemic. Um, you know, using various platforms to communicate, but you know, also create that secret sauce of company culture without breaking bread. And you know, that's all starting to open up a little bit now. Um, but I, I've not met Dan in person before. Again, <laughs> that's changing in a couple of weeks. But. I uh, I gotta ask. I'm gonna give a shout out. Um, hopefully, she's still there. Erin Sorensen, where's she at? Oh yeah, she's she, awesome. She's one of our remote employees, but she does live uh, close to our office here in Orange County. So sometimes I get to sit right next to Erin. Uh, she's a fantastic senior account manager on our team. She does a lot of work with Smart Choice, obviously, and uh, she's also one of those hardworking super moms. And that's where Coverwell is. Probably, it's probably my favorite spot, that work-life balance. We, we're all about hustle and grit right now. I mean, hands down, hustle and grit. But we do feel that there should be work, you know, or lives outside of work. So, uh, you know, Erin is one of those moms that, you know, works hard and uh, is still getting her kids off to baseball every single day. Yeah, or surfing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think she and I was exchanging stories about that. But uh, okay, so now that we understand, you know, kind of the broad landscape of what you guys look like, now let's get into so, some contact, how they could get appointed, what they can do, you know, which one of you ever wants to take over that question. Uh, let, let's get some Coverwell agents rolling. Sure. They can contact me and then we can introduce them to our cover whale bot pod, which is essentially our onboarding team. So, you know, like any other starting point, we're going to request some, you know, documentation up front to make sure you can legally sell insurance. Uh, and then we'll guide you through the process. We do weekly trainings at cover whale for all of our brokers and agents to help you understand um, not only our appetite, but our platform, albeit our platform, we have thousands of agents that are using it right now with very little to no training. So, you know, we take pride in the ease of use of our platform. Again, you know, this is Dan's baby. He built it from scratch. And the, the whole onboarding process is actually incredibly simple because typically when someone comes to me, they're like, when can I get on? When can I quote? I want to get on right now. They're very anxious to get registered and approved. So it's it's a quick process and we make it as fun as we possibly can too. We have a lot of fun over here with it. That's fantastic. Daniel, do you want to add to that or she got it under control? 
<laughs> no, Bridget as always has it under control. Uh, Heath, yeah, really appreciate you having us on today. And Bridget, yeah, thank you for that, that wrap up. Uh, we look forward to the new agents that will reach out and meeting people, uh, you know, in turn one by one. Yeah, I, I appreciate both of y'all uh, and the, the friendship that we forged already. Uh, and uh, it's been it's been a long time coming. I'm glad I got you guys on here. I'm glad you're here. Um, and uh, I really appreciate it. Yes. That, that we'll get the tattoos uh, next time we all meet up, whether it's yeah. in New York or California, or I may have to drag you guys to the South. Uh, <laughs> we'll get it done. Um, no tramp stamps, though. We're just going to go like. <laughs> no, no. We'll just get like a little baby whale right here. <laughs> I'm down. That sounds great. Uh, sounds great. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was our pleasure. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out my conversation with Dan Abrahamson and Bridget Zoller of Covered Whale. I really hope that you got as much out of that as I did. What a good conversation. I loved it. I hope you did. I hope that the conversation that we had today made you a better insurance professional. If you want to record your own show, you've got an idea for your own show, go to GetReadySetPodcast.com. Check it out. Go to his social platforms. Uh, look for my man, Ryan Mayfield. He does such a great job. I know some of you have already reached out to me over the past year, and uh, I really i am so glad to hear that he's doing a great job for you as he makes me look good every week. Guys, uh, stay tuned as we got some more coming up on the Sheriff Elections. We've got some other great episodes coming out. Make sure you subscribe to my show. Thanks again. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.